0: Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hochberg, and this is episode number 349. This week's cruise story is about honoring parents. John decided to recreate a family shore excursion that became legendary in his home and in the process, cemented his love of cruising. Here we go. We're back this week with another Royal Caribbean cruise story. Of course, we're kind of looking back at some better times here and remembering some great stories from our listeners about past cruises that have really stood out to them for one reason or another. And I am so happy to bring on board for our second installment of this, Mr. John Bamber from casualmovieclub.com. You know, I've known John for many years. We've cruised together. We've hung out together. We've drank together. We've Facebooked together. And, uh, you know... When, when when John approached me with his story, I saw the first couple sentences of it. I was like, "Perfect, because this is great." And I think John, this is going to be a great example, a shining example of you know a great microcosm of why we cruise. And um, John, why don't you? Where should we start with the story?
1: Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me on again, because you know I relish every moment I can to hijack your podcasts or uh, or live streams as I've done on our group cruises. So thank you for uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, sir. So um, yeah, so this, this is kind of interesting because it's it's a it is a story that took place many moons ago when I was but a teenager, um, which was too long ago. But uh, basically, it was one of my first cruises that I'd been on, and we were uh, I was with my mother and my grandmother, and we were on the uh, we were on the it was either the Horizon or the Zenith, which was an old celebrity ship. Um, they were sister ships, so they were nearly identical anyway. But I think it, I want to say it was the Zenith, but I could be wrong. Uh, we were on one of those ships and doing a one week uh, itinerary, seven night itinerary to Bermuda from New York. So we had uh, we had our itinerary set as I think it was the first couple of days we were out at the dockyard where the ships docked now. And then midway dur- uh, during the week, the the ship would would leave the dockyard and sail into Hamilton and then, uh, you know, dock. Pierside in Hamilton. So um, I had, and we had done this cruise once before. So you know, this wasn't my first time in Bermuda, but I wasn't nearly as knowledgeable of the Bermuda geography as my mother was, because that was where she had she had her honeymoon in Bermuda, and she'd been there with my grandmother a couple of times. So you know, uh, this this was one of her absolute favorite spots, and certainly one of mine now too. But uh, so my mom had this idea that we would watch the ship leave. And my grandmother would stand out on, on the, uh, you know, by the lifeboats and wave to us. And we had rent my my mother and I had rented uh, a set of these scooters, you know, which is, which I think is kind of a quintessential, quintessential Bermuda thing to do is to rent the little mopeds or scooters and scoot around driving on the left. And, you know, it's something I love doing every time I go there. Um, certainly not for everybody, but, but it's, it's fun. So we we rented the scooters and we were going to wave goodbye to my grandmother as the ship kind of pulls away and then we would make the drive to Hamilton which takes about an hour if you're kind of following the speed limit and everything and then we would be there at the dockside in Hamilton while when the ship came in we'd watch the ship come in and we could wave to my our you know wave to my grandmother as the ship was coming back. So bye, you know, and then drive to Hamilton. Hi. So, you know, that was that was the idea. However, nature had another plan in mind. So, as soon as the ship pulls away, it's, you know, gently oozing away from the dock, the skies turned a little bit darker and instant thunderclap, and my mother and I look at each other and literally O S you know, the four letter S word came out. And cause we were, we were, we were already committed to it. We could not get back on the ship. You know, the ship wasn't going to come back to the dock. So we had to still make the, make the trek to Hamilton, despite the fact that it was about to drop a Caribbean downpour on us. So, you know, my mother just said, all right, well, let's, let's do this. Let's go. So we, uh, we headed out of the dockyard and, you know, we were, we were, behaving ourselves, following the speed limit and everything. But we were trying not to stop. And, you know, we had a certainly sense of urgency because as you're driving, even even if you're driving slowly on those mopeds, you're still getting pelted with rain. So we are, uh, so we're going around and, you know, my mother knew her way around Bermuda very well. And this was obviously before, you know, cell phones and GPS and any of that stuff. So I was relying exclusively on her knowledge of where to go to get to Hamilton. So, about halfway there, I see my mother pull off to the side. So, I pull off to the side behind her, and thankfully, the bus stops in Bermuda are these kind of full huts where you can you can actually drive one of those scooters right into it. So, she pulls into the bus stop, and she says, my, my bike died. And I said, uh-oh. You know, mine was still running, and she was trying to start it again, and it just wasn't starting at all. So, I'm thinking, you know, maybe it flooded or something was happening because I had just gotten my driver's license. I think I was like 17 at the time. So I haven't been driving long. And, of course, I mean, I didn't know much about these scooters and everything. So I said, well, try it again. She. It was It was not starting. So we're starting to get a little concerned because here we are in Bermuda, you know, a country that my mother knows more than I do, but her bike's dead. And there was no cell phones, no pay phones. We didn't even see a lot of cars driving past us where we were. So we're thinking, what, what the heck are we going to do? And, uh, so we're, we're pulled off to the side about maybe 15 minutes or so. And I left my bike running the whole time. I didn't want to turn mine off for fear. It wouldn't start up and we'd have, you know, two problematic bikes. So my mom lets her bike sit for, you know, 15 minutes or so. And then she says, you know what? I'm going to try it one more time. And if it doesn't start, we'll figure something else out. She starts her bike, fires right up. No idea how, but by divine intervention, her bike starts right up so we're we're thinking okay we are going to take advantage of this this amazing silver lining that just happened and we're going to book it speed limits be damned we're going to book it to hamilton because we don't we 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 don't have any more time and frankly who knows how much longer this rainstorm is going to last so we you know we we don't want to miss the ship and everything so or we get you know get further lost so we uh we're we're hoofing it to hamilton just going as fast as we possibly can. I, I don't don't even remember how fast we were going. We were not... I don't think we were following the speed limit, but um, we finally get into Hamilton on a after a, uh, a journey that normally takes about an hour. It took us about two and a half hours. Um, actually, yeah, maybe a little longer than that. Maybe probably close to three hours, but the ship had already been there, docked, tied up, gangways out. Like, it, it had been there for a good while, and we uh, after we turn in our, our our bikes we are just absolutely drenched to the core like not a single dry piece of clothing on any of us and we are uh, we so this is this is for me the funniest part we're we're walking up the gangway and you know usually there's crew standing on the, at in the entry to the ship and saying oh hi welcome back you know and scanning your your sea pass card but with us, they're running and grabbing towels and draping towels over us like we had been pulled up out of the ocean from a <laughs> lifeboat, you know. And they're, they're like, oh, my goodness, what happened to you? Did you fall in the water? What happened? Do you want to see the ship's doctor? You know, and there, huh. we had like five officers all around us. And my mother was a doctor. So she said, no, I think we're going to be OK. We just need to get back to our room for a, you know, a change of clothes and a hot shower but thank you we'll we'll let you know if we need the doctor and so forth so we go back to our room grandma's sitting there on the bed and she looks at her she goes what happened to you and she sees us coming in looking like we literally swam in our clothes and uh you know we we told her the whole story and we were an hour later we were you know feeling a lot better wearing dry clothes after a shower and and laughing about it but you know that was that's one of my f- absolute favorite cruise memories, and and m- even more specifically, my, one of my absolute favorite memories with my mother, you know, who um, you know, unfortunately is no longer with us. But it's one of the things I always think about when it comes to cruising, and when it comes to, you know, especially when I'm in Bermuda. And I decided in two thousand seventeen, um, I took a four night cruise on Anthem of the Seas. Uh, I took a cruise to Bermuda by myself, and I decided I'm going to recreate that run without the rain and oh. i can say i successfully did it as a little kind of uh you know little homage to to that memory uh i i i went to horseshoe bay horseshoe beach for a little swimming and everything and then i continued on and made i had no idea where i was going by the way but <laughs> i had my i had my phone at least with me so and i had uh, downloaded the the bermuda map before uh before i i got off the ship so I was able to vaguely figure out where to go, and I made my way into, uh, into Front Street in Hamilton. And I then realized, as I was walking down the street, carrying a bag full of gear because I couldn't leave it on my, my bike, so I, uh, I had you know my camera bag, I had a towel, you know, a bunch of stuff with me, and I'm wearing you know, damp, uh, bathing, a damp bathing suit and a sleeveless T-shirt and a, and a cap. I realized that I was extremely out of place. Because Hamilton is a beautiful city, but it's also a, a fairly affluent city. So I did not feel like I fit in there, especially walking pl- walking past a, uh, you know, a, a place that had polo shirts on sale for $300 and then a place <laughs> that charged $32 for a burger. So I said, okay, I made it to Hamilton, been there, done that, time to go back to the ship. So <laughs> I, uh, I I went back to the ship and, and you know, Had, uh, you know, had had my lunch and everything, but that was that was the last time I was in Bermuda and, um, you know, absolutely one one of my all time favorite cruise uh, cruise tales
0: was the um, first of all, it's it's a terrific story. Was it. Was your decision to do it again almost uh, like an? I don't say re, was it redemption for you? Was it an, an attempt to recreate them? I mean, it wasn't magic because it, like everything that went could have gone bad went bad. But right. like it's almost like uh, retracing your steps. How would you? What what compelled you to try to redo it in the it, um, um, by yourself?
1: Well. Um- i think it was a little bit of all of that you know i i wanted to i wanted to make the journey also just because that was also you know my mother passed away in 2012 and, and 2017 was five years after she passed so you know it was kind of a little yeah you know, i guess a little i don't want to say a milestone because you don't you don't really celebrate that kind yeah. of thing but you know it was a it it just felt right to me you know it, it felt like a a nice thing to do and just a way to you know, think about my mom and think about the fun that we had and the shenanigans of driving through the rain, you know, and it's yeah. uh, just something I wanted to do. And also it, it, it gave me somewhat of a sense of purpose for taking that cruise. I mean, then again, who needs a purpose to take a cruise because taking a <laughs> cruise is amazing, but yeah. Yep.
0: Were you able to along the way, uh, uh, pick out the exact spot that you
1: guys broke down? I didn't, I couldn't. and, and, the only reason why is i don't know what route we took you know cuz i think ah. there's a couple of ways to get to hamilton and i don't know which i can't remember which way we took because i the only thing i remember when we we came out of the we came out of the dockyard there's a gas station right on the right uh just after you you leave the dockyard and that's where we filled up our gas tanks and then you know started on the first leg of the the journey before my mom's bike shut off so um i don't remember where i can't remember the route specifically where we went from there to the hut but I've seen a number of the huts uh, as I was driving around so I mean it, it certainly could have been any of those uh, any of those ones
0: yeah, isn't it funny though I mean you in your brain you can imagine I mean you t- you told us exactly you know what happened minute by minute as you guys uh, broke it down on the side of the road there but and, and you remember exactly what happened when you got back but it's like the yeah. that in between that kind of gets you know missed there and but it, but it's still such a significant uh, memory for yourself.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's kind of funny because the, the, the in-between is almost less important because it was literally me following my mom, you know? So, you know, I'm more focused at, at, at least at that time I was more focused on staying with her and not losing sight of her because again, no, no phone, no GPS, no nothing. So she was my GPS, you know, she was my guide to, to get back to Hamilton. So, you know, it was, it, i I was focused solely on watching the back of her head right in front of me, you know, making sure I kept her in my kept her in my sights because she was a little bit of a uh, she had a little bit of a lead foot on those things. So I had to maybe, <laughs> I, think maybe that's Jersey, I, right? I might get that. from. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Born and raised. Well, that's
0: yeah. Well, it's you know, that's the life on the New Jersey turnpike. It, it's it's the mean streets of Jersey. You don't uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, don't take it lightly. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. You definitely don't mess with people on on Jersey roads. I mean, even when I go back up to visit, I my Texas driving seems to ha- you know, I, I, my driving seems to have changed slightly so I've I have i have gotten honked at at least every the last couple of oh, trips sure. I've gone up there. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: It's um, yeah. you know, the, the last thing is, you know, looking back on this, you know, you said this was a, a tribute to your mom. Is yeah. is a great way of putting it there. How did you yeah. feel when it was over when you when you returned the bike and, the, and yeah. the the trip was over, what was going through your mind? Do you remember?
1: You know, that's a great question. I mean, it's, I, I, it, I, I, I can't say that I do. I, I remember specifically what was going on at that time. I mean, because I was probably thinking, you know, damn, I'm tired. I want to get back on the ship and take my shoes off. And, you know, I, I was probably thinking more of, of the immediate types of things, but I, I do know that later on in the day, because also it happened to be my birthday that day. So, ah. you know, that was, I probably should have mentioned that earlier, but that I, I had booked the cruise for myself as a little to me from me gift for my, for my birthday. So, um, I, you know, was in, I was on the beach and doing this, this trip and on being on my birthday. So I thought that was kind of made it extra special, but, you know, I was actually thinking about it when I was sitting in a Zumi that night, because I went to a zoomie for, for dinner and, I was just kind of thinking about how just thinking about the memory and, and the the fun that we had and the, you know, the I I, I the crew reactions to us walking disheveled and soaked <laughs> up the gangway is what makes me laugh about this every single time I tell the story. So, Man. you know, that was probably what I was thinking about, because I know, you know, I, I know that my mom loved telling the story, too, and it's that's kind of like the 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 punchline you know like the climax of it is you know we 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 looked like we've been shipwrecked on a desert island and rescued so
0: <laughs> i love you it you know it's it's a it's a great story john and it, i think a lot of people listening have those stories that they tell that in their mind i mean these are significant moments in their family and and it's and it yeah. relates back to cruising right maybe it's the yeah. bar that Aunt Kathy made you know made a fool of herself trying to sing at the bar, or yep. it was, you know, somebody who swam with dolphins for the first time in Cozumel, and yep. you had that photo that that you look at when you walk down the hallway. And in your case, you know, it's that it's the ride that went terribly, but yeah. it went so bad that it became such a significant memory for both you and your
1: mom. It was so bad yet so good. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and, you know, I, something just occurred to me, too, when just a minute ago, when you're talking about Aunt Kathy, my mother's name was Kathy. Oh, wow. That's, uh, <laughs>
0: that's, that's deep right there. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know what to say about that. But yeah, like I that,
1: do. This is like I, I'm, I'm doing the whole like, you know, the, the mind blown thing where like you take your hands yeah. above your head and like, boom, you know, like I'm, I'm doing that <laughs> right now because my, my mind is blown right now. Wow.
0: Well, John, I really appreciate you joining us here and sharing the story, because I think that this is a, you know, you took the trip to as a tribute to your mom, but I yep. think you sharing the story here now means that story goes beyond your family, which is tremendous, and, and I hope that, I think a lot of us, I think, I'll, I'll be honest, John, when I go to Bermuda
1: next time, I'm going to think of your mom because of this story, so I really awesome. appreciate you sharing that here. And th- and thank you, Matt, and, and thanks for, I think this is a great a great series to do, you know, because like you said, cruising can create so many amazing memories for for people's families and and especially when, when you have stories like this or experiences like this with people who are no longer with us you know being in that unique environment on a cruise is an extra special place to be and to you know to remember that person and you know what one of the somebody asked me why I got into cruising or one of the reasons I got into cruising was because my mom obviously introduced me to it but uh, I feel a I feel her presence when I'm near water And so that's part of the reason I love being on cruises also is because I feel like she's with me. I feel her more, more than anything when I'm near or near water. So, you know, that's a reason why I'll never stop cruising and scuba diving and all that good stuff.
0: Good stuff. Well, John, thank you so much. Well said. Thank you, sir.